Welcome, listeners. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. This is your host, Pervez Ahmed. I am joined by my co-host, Umar Ansari, and we are actually here for a very special uh, call to action, a request that we have of all of our listeners. You guys have always supported us through the years. Uh, this is unrelated to the podcast entirely, uh, but it is something very near and dear to both uh, myself and Umar. Um, very recently, uh, Umar's brother-in-law, uh, his sister's husband, Asim Sayed, uh, and so my cousin's husband, so cousin-in-law, was uh, diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia, otherwise known as ALM, uh, excuse me, AML. Um, and uh, if for those who may re recall a few years back, uh, my cousin Lina Anwar uh, was diagnosed with a similar or was diagnosed with the same form of leukemia. Um, hers was a far more aggressive form. Um, and uh, if for those who may also recall that that kind of became a cause uh, that a lot of celebrities in the uh, Indian, Pakistani, Asian community got behind. And the reason for that being that um, more often than not, um, this diagnosis requires a a stem cell transplant uh, or uh, a bone marrow kind of transplant. So, Omar, I wanted to kind of have you kind of maybe jump in here, talk a little bit more about the diagnosis and fill in our listeners as to what they can do to help. Yeah, sure. Sonicum, Sonicum listeners, uh, appreciate you taking the time. So, he, so awesome, awesome pie, uh, as we call him, he's that's my older sister's brother. Uh, sorry, my older sister's husband. Uh, I have two sisters and a brother. So, awesome pie had. Um, COVID back in January and he, he got really sick. He was in the ICU for about 11, 12 days, uh, not, not just the hospital, but straight up ICU and he wasn't getting better. And it was, it was a close call, but alhamdulillah, he, he, he got better. And just in doing the standard tests uh, in the months following February, March, April, his numbers weren't, his white blood cell numbers weren't looking too good. Um, so one doctor said, you know, you should get this tested out. Others said, hey, just take it and take these vitamins or take this injection and you're, you're fine. But one specific doctor said, you know what, I would get one more test. And they did. And that's when in um, in June, actually, just if, just just three weeks ago, really, uh, the doctor called. And it was actually my sister. It was actually my sister and her husband's awesome and Samina's 30th anniversary. And literally on that day, they got a call saying, hey, diagnosis is AML, acute myeloid leukemia. Um it's it's um, it's imperative that you basically go straight to UCSF today and check into the emergency room. So that that's where they're at. They're they're checked in. They started chemo right away, pretty much uh, within a few days. Uh, just after re-verifying all the results, they started chemo, um, and that's like a seven day process. And and of course, it has all sorts of side effects, which kind of come. Once the chemo starts, there's a bit of a lag, um, and that's when the side effects start. When the side effects are, are not not at all pleasant, there you know it's it's uh, rashes. Uh, if you're in case, sometimes you're allergic to antibiotics. It's it's it can be internal bleeding, infections, uh, nausea, also or all sorts of just really unpleasant stuff. Um, so they're going through I mean, that. essentially, you know, it's the, one of the unfortunate things about cancer is that, you know, the, the, the approach to, uh, uh, to, to cure is to, you know, chemo or, or chemotherapy and radiation, which essentially is like setting off a nuclear bomb in, in your body. Like it just mm -hmm. basically is there to kind of not only destroy the cancer or the, or, or the cancer cells, but 
just just causes wreaks havoc, uh, especially on your immune system and so on. So yeah. high risk of infection, high risk of all sorts of uh, other type of uh, uh, you know side effects. And and to be honest, like I didn't, I don't, I'm just learning about uh, what this all means, uh, what leukemia means through my sister and just through reading. And apparently, what what it is is that you have bone marrow, and and I'm I'm not trying to speak as a doctor. Well, you know, you, but just just what I've learned high level is you have the bone marrow in your body, and it makes uh, blood cells, and and the white blood cells are what fight infection. Uh, apparently, what happens in this case is the cancer, the 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 white blood cells are cancerous. Um, and essentially when they're quote like baby cells, they start blasting, um, which means they kind of fall apart and they become like they're cancerous and they just don't grow into those adult healthy white blood cells. Again, that's just a layman's interpretation of what I've learned so far, but basically you don't have the white blood cells you need to fight off infection. So it's a double risk there. You have the cancer, um, and the cancer is resulting in your immune system basically not functioning. So that's what's happening. Um, so he's he's in he's in the um, he's in the hospital. He just got his chemo. He's and they're they're just doing tests to see how well the chemo worked. But um, the call to action here is that uh, we need we need uh, some help from the community. Uh, the doctors have said that a bone marrow transplant will be required. What that means is um, essentially giving the body uh, a fresh start in terms of those white blood cells being produced. And you do that through a stem cell transplant. Sometimes the term bone marrow transplant is used, but it's not, it's not like this, this scary procedure where you have to, uh, you know, get into the bones or anything it's like not, that. Yeah. So we, we, when people hear, yeah. yeah. When people hear transplant, uh, they think of like an organ transplant, which is of course a very invasive procedure and you are essentially giving an organ. Uh, this is nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's actually two ways that they, that, that the matching uh, donor can help the patient. Um, one is like a, basically like a bone, uh, a blood, um, a blood uh, donation. Uh, you, if you match, you give you give blood. Um, there's there's some steps you have to take to, to to prepare. But you give blood. They extract the, the the what they need, the stem cells, and they return the blood into the donor. There is a slightly more invasive option, which is essentially taking out bone marrow uh, from the donor. But it doesn't have to be that way. There's so there's a there's a slightly more invasive and a and a less invasive and a not at all invasive uh, option for the donors. And and both options are just you know quick, pretty quick to be honest. Um, so and just wanted to throw that out there. And, and in this case, life saving. Yeah. 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 So um, I know I know some people hear bone marrow transplant like oh my god now we, you know <laughs> the prayers for but but I'm not I'm not uh, ready to ready to do that and and really what it what it is is. Um, this is not like blood type. You know, you have like four or five blood types. Apparently the tissue match in, in this case, it's like a one in a one in a million. It's very rare um, to have an exact match with another person. Um, it's almost like the way my sister told me, it's like, you know, how some there's people out there you, you look like in the world. Um, you look like certain people. They may not even be related to you. And there's probably two, three, four people in the world who you look like, maybe, maybe more than that, but two, three, four that you run into that you look like, um, it's rare, but they're, and, and it's not necessarily related to um, them being your sibling. There may be somebody else who's not your sibling who look, who quote unquote looks like more like right. you. Sa- same thing in this case. Um, 
immediate family members could, could be a match, but they're not necessarily. And then it could be a stranger that actually is a match. So we, right. what we're hoping now is to leverage these organizations that, that manage these registries and get people to register. And what we're doing is trying to look for a match. Unfortunately, the current situation, there is no match in the, in the, in the registry at all for, for awesome pay. Um, so, 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 mm-hmm. so yeah, I just want to quickly, because I, you know, again, being through this process before, mm-hmm. so you have this registry of like a database, essentially of all the people who have registered with their, like, and, and it's a very simple swab and, and, and you're in the, you're in the registry essentially. And if there's a match for you, then they'll notify you. Um, meaning i.e. a person who is in need like awesome pie here. Um, and they and then you're contacted. Um, now, um, this registry, and going back to Omer's point about, um, yeah, the chances are significant, you know, not insignificantly higher among family members, but it's also the probability goes up for matching when you look in your ethnicity, your ethnic group, um, and your and your own kind of um, genetic background, and that's um, where the South Asian community comes into play because obviously. Asim Pai is from Hyderabad, South, South Asian background. Um, and so, uh, and, and, and the real challenge here being that the registry that is being um, used or galvanized to find a match is highly limited with regards to um, the, uh, the South Asian community. It's, there's a real paucity of, uh, of matches for, or potential matches. Um, and so the South Asian community is grossly underrepresented in the, in the database. And so the goal here is to try to, again, increase the chances by getting folks swabbed, getting them registered in the database. Yeah, that's right. And it's a numbers game. Uh, we don't have enough, um, folks in the registry and in the, in the South Asian community, the more we have, the higher the chance. And uh, so that's, again, the call to action is to get people to register. So how do you do that? Um, There's a bunch of organizations um, that uh, around the world in the U S the organization is called be the match, be the match.org, www.bethematch.org. They're the ones who manage the U S registry. There's other organizations that facilitate, for example, there's the Asian American donor program. They help facilitate uh, donors getting registered, but it all ends up in the be the match registry. Similarly in other countries, for example, in India, there's a, the registry is called Daughtry. There's also in Europe, DKMS, um, and so on and so forth. But really all these registries for each, for each of these countries, actually they, they're a network, they work together um, and they will check each other's um, databases to see if there's a match. It's something called an HL, without getting too technical, there's an HLA report, which uh, details what your tissue um, needs, looks like, right? It's like the equivalent of like your blood type, but for, for this particular scenario. Um, so that HLA report uh, is sitting in all the different databases. And when there's a match, that's when the patients are contacted. Exactly. Um, and so uh, the call to action being, uh, you can you, you can reach out, you can, re- you can go to these uh, various websites that we will put in the comments section of this video, um, or I'm sorry, of this episode, and uh, you can register, right, Omer? Yeah, absolutely. So in the U.S., for example, you can go to bethematch.org. Um, if you actually, uh, you know, if you if you don't have a pen on you, you can just text awesome, uh, A-A-S-I-M, 
261474 and they'll actually send you a link on your phone we can just register on your phone it takes literally like a couple minutes um there in you know there's uh there's aadp.org which is the asian american donor program um outside the world you can go to swabtheworld.com that'll point you to the right um link for the right country um in india for example it's dotree.org so again all these different registries uh they house the data for their donors in that country as well as the patients in that country and then and then all the different uh, uh, red, uh organizations work with each other across the globe so um yeah please go do go to some whatever relevant site depending on the country you're in uh and and do do um spend two three minutes to to to, to, to register. If God willing, we find a match, then that person will be contacted. And then of course you can, you know, make a, a follow-up decision at that point. But again, it is actually a very simple procedure. Everyone who has, um, and there are plenty of stories of the folks who have uh, volunteered to help everyone who's done it has said it's life-changing in, in, in the most positive way to, to basically give the gift of life. Um, and, and, and everybody's, basically has become an advocate for others to do the same. Um, it's been life-changing. You can also follow um, the story on Facebook. There's a page, a Facebook page. It's Cure for Awesome. That's C-U-R-E, the, the number four, and then Awesome, A-A-S-I-M. So Cure for Awesome. That's a Facebook page. We're going to post updates pretty regularly on there. Um, in the Bay Area, we're doing local drives. So um, when you when you register, you're going to actually get something in the mail. You basically swab your cheek and you have to mail it back. That can take a few days. Uh, people sometimes also just sit on it for a while. So we're actually doing local drives uh, where we set up booths and actually do the swab uh, in person. That's going to help speed up the process. And time is of the eth- essence that the transplant needs to happen in eight to 10 weeks. Um, that's that's what the doctors have said. And, and at that point, it's just best you find the best match, even if it's not a perfect match, and you uh, and you use it, which does um, bring in some risk, right? So if you end up use if you end up in order to meet the timeline, use a match that isn't perfect, then you have risks of complications or the body rejecting that. So um, we're really trying to find that 10 out of 10 match, but if we can't, we'll, we'll do what we can, you know, what the doctors recommend is find that, use that imperfect match. Time is of the essence. We have about eight to 10 weeks. It takes even a few weeks once the, uh, once the sample is sent in, the saliva sample sent in just to check the data and see, check the patient's uh, um, data against the, the folks who have, who've added to the registry. So that takes some time. So time is definitely of the essence. If you want to set up, I, I you know, I, I think that's great, Omar. But I just wanted to add because I, I know that some of our listeners will probably even want to do more. And the way you can do that is you can actually set up uh, the kind of drives that we were talking about local to the Bay Area community. You can do that in your own communities. And if you reach out to us here at the show, uh, Omar and I can put you in touch with the resources that can help you do local drives in your community where you can actually set up boots uh, outside of events and actually do on-prem uh, swabbing, and so that expedites the process because, as Umar explained, time uh, or explained time is of the essence, and so we really need to get the ball rolling. And so, please register for your kit so you can do the swab test, and, and then mail it back. Uh, see if you're a match, and if you would like to help and uh, organize uh, and coordinate campaigns in your local community, please reach out to us, diffusecongruence at gmail.com. 
hit us up on Facebook uh, and reach out to us in any way you can. And we will make sure that you are contacted and we would be greatly appreciated, uh, appreciative of your efforts to help set up local, um, uh, like, like again, local uh, swabbing and booths. Um, we have Eid al-Adha coming up, which is a huge event in the community. It would be amazing to see these type of drives happening in other communities as well. So please do reach out. But on an individual level, please go ahead, register if you haven't. The good news is if you are registered, they have you in the system till the age of 61. So if you have registered in the past, either through the campaign for Lina or through other such campaigns, um, that's excellent. You do not need to re-register and you are already there in the database as well. So in fact, and last but not least, we are approaching our, um, the days of the Hajj, the month of Hajj. Uh, it is a sacred time of the year. In fact, um, some consider the first 10 days of the Hajj uh, to be the most sacred of all days of the year, uh, according to some scholars. Um, and so um, please pray. Please pray for uh, Asim Bhai's full recovery, for his uh, well-being, his afia, his well-being and his health, um, and for um, patience um, you know, and mercy uh, to his, uh, his family who are obviously struggling through this very difficult time. So, um, do remember to pray for Austin Pie, but again, a call for action, register, organize campaigns to get folks to register. Please come out. And I know you will. Thank you as always for listening. Thank you as always for participating. And we look forward to continuing future episodes. Inshallah. Take care.